The Spiritual Freedom Show with Richard Lawrence, where politics is not the answer, materialism counts for nothing, and spirituality will set you free. I'm Richard Lawrence, and this is an Ethereus podcast. We're also syndicated on these radio networks on the first and third Saturdays of the month. Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, Transformation Talk Radio, WTRM, the Trim Radio Network, and Oneness Talk Radio. So welcome again to the Spiritual Freedom Show, and we are having our invited guests uh, in, in currently as our part of our podcast, our weekly podcast, and all of those guests are people who live these teachings. Not perfectly, none of us would claim that at all, but certainly uh, very much so. I, w- I don't even want to say to the best of our ability, because that can also be an excuse if you're not careful but certainly living it very definitely in our lives. It's not just something that we put on a bookshelf. It's something we study and we practice because the nine freedoms is a practice. It's a practical uh, thing. And the person who's going to share her thoughts for us today definitely does this. I know that for a fact because I am very fortunate to be married to her. And it's Alison Lawrence. And she's our guest again today. She's a bishop. She's a very experienced presenter who's given many lectures and workshops and broadcasts uh, and in several languages, by the way, recently doing one in Italian, for example, uh, for over an hour. And she's done this uh, for many years. But today she's going to be talking about the all important first freedom, bravery. So let's hear that clip by Mars Sector 6 through Dr. George King in deep somatic trance from bravery. A knowledge gained by adherence to the laws, the unchangeable laws, can bring to you that a stage of enlightenment which dispels fear, a state of mind can be changed at once for good or for evil. It is just as easy to have a state of mind unclouded by a fear as it is to have a state of mind warped by this intrusion. One of the great psychological problems mankind faces is fear of the unknown. 
For the most part, people just live for the moment in a materialistic world without any understanding that all thought and action is subject to the great law of karma. No religious belief can be complete unless it incorporates this immutable law into its belief system. At some time in our life, we have all experienced premonitions and uh, an intuitive feeling that we have made possibly a wrong decision in our life. We also have to learn that nothing happens by chance. Many people have said, why is this happening to me? One of the great turning points in our evolution is accepting into our life the reality of the great law of karma and everything we think and do has its repercussions down the line. The law of karma is not something to be feared. The whole purpose of life is to evolve. And once we understand that nothing is haphazard and that whatever lessons we have to learn can come from the consequences of actions in past lives, we can be more accepting of them and learn to handle situations better instead of resisting them. Taking to the spiritual path does not make our lessons go away, but recognising them as such, learning from them, and then detaching from them and moving forward. Once you have learned a lesson from the past, you won't have to go through that experience again. You will learn to follow the signs of life and a whole new vision of life will open up before you. And if you abide by the law of karma in all aspects of your life, you will go from strength to strength. Mars Sector 6 is so right in this statement. Bravery is the first freedom. And once we dispel fear and conditioning set by society, we will free ourselves on the limitations we have set ourselves and learn to use our intuition. Then we will tune into the, our higher self, which is always trying to steer us in the right direction. Well, thank you very much indeed, Alison Lawrence, uh, for those profound thoughts, uh, bringing out some of the hidden meanings, which is one of the things we have been told to do of these teachings. And it's interesting, is it? We must always remember that the uh, particularly, I think, the first four freedoms, but it's stated they're not given in order of importance. Because mm. here we have an interesting thing here, Darren, that we can enter a stage of enlightenment by adherence to the unchangeable laws that Alison was talking mm -hmm. about. They're not by a particular practice or a particular series of exercises, but by adherence to the unchangeable laws. And, and the best way to do that, of course, in this day and age is through service. Yeah, that uh, that particular line actually. It's so funny you pick up on that because um, I was lis listening to it again the other day. I was like, every time I hear it, it just becomes more and more clear how simple it is what we need to do, and how and how clear the nine freedoms is about um, you know this path through evolution for us. And I, I just absolutely love it. It's very um, very liberating, isn't it? Absolutely, it's a great great word to use. I think um, you know, she highlights that in the thing, doesn't she? That mm. the key here, or at least one of them, is is learning the vital lessons that experience gives to us, and that's how we can free ourselves from the limitations we have set for ourselves. Um, yeah. And that is, you know, to be to be to be empowered with that, not just for ourselves and our own lives, but to be able to do that, you know, for the world as a whole. I think is incredibly 
empowering, liberating idea. Indeed, and it's just as easy to have a state of mind unclouded by fear as it is to have a state of fear. Um, mm. You know, it, it's as easy to have a state of mind unclouded by fear as mm. it is to have one not unclouded by fear. I mean, you know, this is a, a very liberating thought. Uh, and, you very. know, so many people who suffer from, I think we all to some degree suffer from fears, if we're really honest, or phobias or insecurities, whatever word you want to use, that we think it'd be very, very difficult to get rid of. And yet some people think it's impossible to get rid of them. And some, I'm sorry to say, psychological schools of thought encourage the idea that, you know, you're scarred for life. You can't get rid of this. Um, And here we have it's just as easy to live without this fear um, or to have a state unclouded by fear. Let's be precise to the words. Um, It's very liberating because it's telling us no. Um, It's not saying it's easy to get rid of, but it's just as easy to maintain that state of not having Mm. fear as it is to maintain a state of having fear. A very, very encouraging, helpful, really almost like a self-help guide at one more basic level for there from Mars Sector 6. Yeah, wonderful words, agree. Now, have we got any comments, any questions? I know we have from our wonderful listeners. Yeah, I've got a couple comments here and a question if we have time for it. But if you're tuning in with us for the first time, you can find out more about the nine freedoms, about Mars Sector 6 and Dr. George King by visiting our website, ethereus.org. That's A-E-T-H-E-R-I-U-S dot org. Uh, we share a question or a comment like the one that like the ones I'd like to I'd like to share here on the show every week. So do get in touch with us. Is there something that you'd like to share? That's spiritualfreedom at richardlawrence.co.uk. So a um, couple here, Richard, I thought I'd read out. First one goes, um, gosh, thank you, Mark, for such depth of thinking and so clearly and concisely. These podcasts are a wonderful act of service for us all. Lovely. That's very nice. And very true, I think, of Mark and some of the others that we, we've had on too. Yeah. Uh, this person says, I just wanted to say thank you for these wonderful, uplifting and thought-provoking podcasts. I enjoy them all as they do inspire me to be in service more fully. Oh, that's the best thing that could happen, Darren, there. It's inspiring that listener to be more fully in service. What what better? What better result could we have? Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree. So I've got a, I've got a question here for you, Richard. Um, certainly one that I didn't know the answer to immediately. Um, see what you think. Mm. So it says, hi, Darren. I was just driving home tonight. And out of nowhere, a beautiful crescent red moon popped out of nowhere. We talk a lot about the very essence of the sun and how life could not exist without it. I've heard George King talk briefly about the importance of psychic abilities relating to the moon. I would imagine the moon is another form of intelligence, but not really sure. And it's not mentioned as a step in the nine freedoms. Could you shed some insight on the moon? Wow. That's, uh, I know, you know, as, as always, I'm not prepared for these questions. I don't know what's coming. The exact nature of the moon, I don't have at the at my fingertips and I don't want to give any wrong information but what I do know is that the moon is very very much connected to this earth of course um, and that at one time certainly some uh, intelligences from this earth lived on the moon Um, it, it does have a great significance certainly in what you might call occult writings um it's been absurdly connected to the dark side by some wrongly wrongly in fact one of the reasons the number 13 is said to be unlucky of course is that there's 13 um lunar months in the calendar as opposed to 12 solar oh, months. I didn't know that. yeah 
uh, the 28 days in length, so or usually. Um, so that's, you know, for the, that, that's one of the reasons. It's not the only one. Others say it's to do with the 12 disciples and different people give different reasons. But that goes way predates Christianity. But actually, again, wrongly, because there's no such thing as an unlucky number. Uh, 13 is not an unlucky number. One of our listeners, Molly Entwistle, could hold forth about that. She's a numerologist. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, but also, of course, the lunar calendar is very, very significant. And it, and it and it's used. I mean, you can see some ancient Sanskrit writings where the words sun and moon appear a lot. And they're often taken to be the sun being the positive a um, um, polarity-wise positive uh, aspect, which associated often with the right nostril in breathing, and the moon, the negative, uh, associated often with the left nostril in breathing. And sometimes it's just a code that's used to describe those two aspects, the positive and the negative polarities of energy. Fascinating insight into the numerology and the, that aspect of the energies. I think the moon has also um, just always been a fascination for us um, in general. I, um, I recall um, you know different things that the master has said about, or the, even the master theorist has said about mm-hmm. it. I think uh, in You Are Responsible, I think uh, the master recounts an experience where he actually projected to the moon and described um, a space, uh, you know, extraterrestrial space station that he saw there at the time. Then he's also talked about how um, I think the master theorist said that one of the astral realms of Earth is actually quite near to the moon and that entities that live there feed off the magnetic, magnetic energies of the moon, which helps to clear them of certain diseases. So Yes, that's right. Good point. I, I remember that now you mentioned. Yes, there are different aspects. It's, of course, vitally important and uh, very important to, to our being. I think we have to remember, of course, a great change came about in 1969 with a, an event called the initiation of the solar system. And uh, although the Earth was excluded from this um, by the choice of the Mother Earth, this is a very advanced topic, and it's, it's published in full in a book called Visit to the Logos of Earth. There may have been there an effect on the moon. Certainly there was effect on dwellers on other planets. And what was visible uh, on certain planets, and possibly the moon, prior to 1969 wouldn't necessarily be visible to us now if we were to to go there mm, yeah okay i'd have to just give that caveat because there was a there was a deliberate and, and great change um in that regard yeah very interesting question so that really wraps up this particular show this podcast we've run out of time again so thanks again to all our listeners and let's always remember that service is the jewel in the rock of attainment. 